Dear Diary, today I take the next step, the next step in being an ADHD life coach at Indigo Hub. I can't believe it's happening. I want to build, create and discover a place for us to truly be ourselves. I think this journey will be... Dear Diary, welcome world to the Indigo Diaries and welcome to our exciting series, Series 3, The World Through Our Eyes, with me, your host, Tasha Hicklin. The Indigo Diaries is a podcast for those who want to learn about ADHD through others' experiences. And this week, I'm very excited because we're coming back for a second time with another expert. And this expert is quite a dear friend of mine that I actually met through um, a professional kind of development course. And we started our own little pod and now we're we still meet weekly and uh she's become a very dear friend of mine so i'm going to kick it off and she's coming for an open mind session where we discuss the topic of interest and have reflections and things for audience to leave with so by the end of today you'll have something to leave with and so i welcome renetta how are you today hey tasha it's so wonderful to be with you and to uh, kind of share some of um, some of my insights on um, career development in general, but specifically for the ADHD community and some of the facts and uh, myths that are associated with career development, career planning and career trajectories. Wow, very exciting. Oh, I can't wait. Yes. And a lot of like my audience is young adults. So I'm really excited because this is like a big thing, right? When we, you know, we finish school or we go, we leave school, we leave uni and when, then it's like, what's next? And that's why I was really happy when she volunteered. So let me tell you a bit about Renata before we get started. She, she's a career coach. She lives in South Africa and works with clients from all around the world. She loves good coffee and better company and is a sucker for good dessert. One to my heart. Renata has almost 15 years of figuring out what she wanted to be when she grew up. After making three career transitions herself, from engineering to education and then into the corporate life, she's learned a few things along the way. And she's learned that careers and career development can be overwhelming, but in the right support can also be adjoinable and sustainable. And she's called the career whisperer, I love that, by many of her clients. And it's, she helps people make informed decisions about their careers and their career development. And she believes that ideal career can happen by design and it all starts with you. So I, I, I 100% agree with this. After someone dear to my heart, literally myself going from career to career. So firstly, I just want you to kind of tell me, where do you want to start? You said about the facts and myths, it kind of floors yours. Yeah, so... Um... Natasha, I think, you know, over, over a number of years, a couple of things have, I think, um, really stood out for me in, in the career space, specifically for, for young people who have either finished university or are kind of on a, a, a career trajectory already. Um, and they kind of get into this space where they feel like, once they've made a career decision, that's it. It's yeah, done. Yeah. And, and, and they now need to sit in the space, <laughs> whether they like it or loathe it. And, and for me, that is such a sad space for people to be yeah. in. Because we spend an incredible amount of time in our jobs. Yeah. And if it is something that we absolutely hate, or we are not finding fulfillment or enjoyment or inspiration in it, 
that is so sad. If you're still thinking that, oh my gosh, and now I have to spend the next 40 years doing what I absolutely hate or what I don't find inspiring or any of those kinds of things. And, and so for me, it has been quite, um, quite important to kind of address this issue that, mm. no, you don't have to stay. Please don't stay. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you're not liking your career choice, the fact that you may have spent three or four or five or six years at university studying to become this person and yeah. you've now got the piece of paper that says you are now a qualified you know doctor or lawyer or whatever it is you've you've qualified it and and you're now going into the sector and you realize actually I'm really not bonding with this anymore I'm, I'm hating it it's draining me it's mm. sapping my energy it's sapping my will to live yeah please leave <laughs> I love that. She's just giving you permission to leave. Just, just leave. Just, just leave. Leave it. Because, because the, the reality of the situation is you can spend the next one, two, three, five, seven years trying to figure out, should I stay? Should I go? But what about all the money I've spent? But what about all mm -hmm. the time and the energy and the resources? I've taken and I've spent to get to this point. Maybe mm -hmm. I just need a gap year or a gap two years or a gap life. And, and the reality is if you're not happy and you're not inspired and you're not feeling fulfilled, you're just wasting more time. Yeah, and I can't agree more. And a lot, what I find with a lot of people with ADHD is that they, they know that and sticking with a job is really, really difficult because we have to be inspired and we have to work at our strengths. But we feel like society, right? You've got to stay in that job of what you were training or that sort of stuff. So we put so much pressure on ourselves to go back and keep doing it and keep. But I love that you kind of you go, no, don't do that. Don't don't do it. It's soul destroying. Yeah, it is soul destroying. It is so, so bad for your mental health because mm. inevitably your anxiety levels start elevating. And the more you think about how much you don't like where you are, the more your anxiety levels escalate, which means yes. you're spending more time loathing where you are. <laughs> which your, and, and you think it comes the self-fulfilling prophecy of I'm just hating my life, I'm hating my space, I'm hating yeah. everything about who I am and where I am right now. So, so please, can I please encourage you to not do that? Just, just don't, just leave, leave. Okay. Um, and, and, and when I say leave, I, I, I literally just mean leave, leave in your head. And sometimes it may require that you start working on an exit strategy and we can talk about exit strategies. Yeah. Yeah. And how that unfolds and what that looks like. But give yourself permission to make a different decision and and for me that is what i mean when i say just leave don't do that anymore don't get stuck in this vortex of i should and i must and yeah. i have to because really what are you doing what are, what are you actually doing you you're, you're trying to convince yourself of something that's not aligned with who you are it's not aligned with your values you're finding zero joy and fulfillment in it. So, so why are you doing it? You know? I, I love that. Why are you doing it? And it's well, that thing. 
where we force ourselves and it's like I should I should be at work I should have a part-time job <laughs> and it's that it's that thing especially with ADHD is that we you know we because we you know don't fit in society and all that we force ourselves to be in that and yeah. it's that thing of don't do that and so so everybody yeah. listening Renata's giving you permission to not do that <laughs> just don't do it listen you know let me ask this question if you absolutely fundamentally hate Brussels sprouts, do you eat it? No, you don't. <laughs> so, 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 so why are you, why are you going to a job that you fundamentally hate? That is why brilliant. You I love that you analogy. Know, it's, it's, yeah. so and, and, and so for, so, so for me, it's give yourself permission. If your job has become the Brussels sprouts in your life, don't do it anymore. Mm. Just don't. Okay, and and start start then giving yourself permission to look for the alternatives, and to decide on what that alternative is and what it looks like, because careers are not one and done. This whole concept that you know um, we 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 just, we go to school, we make decisions about what we're going to be, and then that's it, and yeah. and. Um, and and now we've got to be there. No, your life changes, your circumstances change, mm. economies change. Um, and so you, the career that you choose has got to be equally versatile and equally adaptable. And the only way it happens is if you give yourself permission to do that. Give yourself permission to adapt. The world is changing without your permission, by the way. <laughs> nobody's consulted you on, on whether or not things are going to, things are going to change. Yeah. Um, if, if you have been consulted, please let me know because I also want to be consulted. But, but the fact of the matter is, Natasha, um, you know, none of us are consulted when things change. No. None of us are consulted um, whether or not you were ready for the pandemic. I didn't get a consultation. I didn't get a memo that said, oh, by the way, we are now going to have a pandemic for the next two years. Are you on board with us? I didn't get that memo. So if you got that memo, great. I know I didn't, and I wasn't consulted. It happened without my permission. Yeah, and it's and it's that thing of like, we have ADHD, right? And we're both, but we didn't get the memo. A lot of us don't get the memo till later in life, and then we've got to deal with it. And it's the same thing of, is, but then you've got to give yourself permission to deal with it and make it yours. And that's why I really like here what you're trying to do is, is giving yourself permission to do it a different way. Give yourself permission to do things differently. Just because mm. society has said it has to be done in a particular way. Yeah. Doesn't make it right for you. Mm. It does not make it right for you. And part of the way we do this is to recognize that you are going to be different. You are different. You have ADHD, which is a condition which is fundamentally manageable. However, it is still part of who you are. Yeah, yeah. And it does create a requirement for you to think about things differently. Yeah. And so why pretend that that doesn't exist? Why disown that aspect of who you are? It's it's what makes you you. It makes it's yeah. what makes you unique and effervescent and all of these things. So incorporate that into your career decision making strategy and say, well, I am different. I, I may not 
necessarily like the fact that I'm different, mm. but I am different. And I think about things differently. And my brain is wired to engage in things differently. And so, okay, so you're different. Great, fabulous. Not all of us are going to be rocket scientists. Not all of us are going to be concert pianists. Some of us are just going to be little mere mortals. And you know, if you're a little mere mortal, then you're a little mere mortal. So own who you are and then work within the constructs of what works for you. One and done careers don't exist. Please take that off of your agenda. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's a myth. It's mm. a complete misnomer. It, and, and what have yet to that is, yes, there are the 1% of the 1% of people in the, in the world that at the age of three decide they're going to be a neurosurgeon. And at the age of 32, they are the most brilliant neurosurgeons in the world. Absolutely. There are those outliers who know from day one that they are going to be and they are going to perform and they are going to excel at a particular area in life. And that's fabulous. And there's a place in the sun for those people. 90% of us, however, are not that fortunate. No. We've, we've got to kind of stumble along the way and figure things out. And as our circumstances change, as our interests level in interest levels change as our motivation levels change so does our career choice change and I, give yourself permission to do that i love the way that you said choice you know like so our interests do change we are who we are but it's a career choice it's career choice. your choice based on who you are and blah, blah blah but that first step is giving yourself permission so absolutely once, once you give yourself permission to, to change, to do the different career, to be, what's the steps? What's the steps? The steps is saying, okay, so, so now I want a different career. So your first port of call is to say, okay, so, so what is it that I want that's different? Mm. Do I now want to move from being a medical doctor to a dog walker? Okay. Okay, so how do I do that? What do I need to do to move to being the dog walker. Firstly, you're probably going to like dogs. Just <laughs> um, and then you're going to like walking, you know? Yeah. And, and if, you can, if you can kind of combine those two and go, well, yay, I love dogs and I absolutely love walking. So, hey, I'm going to put my hand up and say to my neighbors and say to my friends and say to my community, I'm a dog walker because I love walking and I love dogs. And I'm, I'm willing to take your dogs for a walk. Yeah. an hour's walk, two hours walk, three hours walk um, per week. And I want you to pay me for that. Mm. And a lot of people are going to go, oh, that means I don't have to do this. Yay. And, and so you start with the process of going, okay, so if I don't like where I currently am, what is it that I do like? Mm. And then start unpacking that. What do I need in order to step into this new space that I'm liking and that I'm wanting to be in. Mm. What are those things I need to know and do? And if you don't have those skills, then start looking at where you can in fact acquire those skills. And sometimes it may require that you go back to school. Yeah, yeah. And go and do a formal academic program 
so that you can close that skills gap. Sometimes it may require that you go and um, do some volunteer work to just get some of that experience mm. and that skill set bedded down and um, become familiar with that new environment. Mm. And then you can say, okay, so now I've acquired this new set of skills. Now I can start going, well, okay, can I now move into a more formalized employment space? given that I am now transitioning. And understand a lot of the time that might require you to start at the bottom of the ladder again. Yeah, yeah. Give yourself permission to do that. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. Nobody on your deathbed is going to ask, how many times did you start at the bottom of the ladder? Nobody cares. Yeah. The fact is that you started on the ladder, right? And it's, and it's that thing of, of what, what I really like, though, is you've not gone, oh, well, I should do this. I should do that. You've gone what it is you like. So like who you are, what is it? What is interesting? And then what do you need? Right. Because in a job, right, not only, you know, in a job, we need to get this for this job, but also what do we need when it comes to a job? And I like that you've changed that because that means you're building it for you. You're giving yourself permission to do that. And then you're getting on that ladder. And the fact that you change is just, you're getting on the ladder. It doesn't matter how far up you are. We, we change our clothing every day. So why can't we change our jobs is my point. Nobody yeah. frowns at you when you wear <laughs> a different color jeans next week. I love that. So, so, so why is it that we put these limitations in our, in our brains and in our heads about, oh, but I now mm -hmm. can't change my job? Says who? So why do we do that? So why do we do that? A, a lot of the time, it, it boils down to a couple of things. One, it's our societal thinking. We have been conditioned to believe that our decisions are etched in stone. Once mm. we make them, we've got to be absolutely certain and make the right decision. And once it's made, that's it. You're not allowed to change your mind. Yeah. And a lot of that comes from our kind of baby boomer parents, that silent generation that was conditioned to know and to believe and to understand and to accept that security came with staying with a single employer. Yeah. And you, you started at day one, year one, and you finished at day 35 and you were yeah. handed the gold watch and you were wished well on your way. That may have worked for the baby boomers, for the silent generation. People, it doesn't work for us. It can't. Mm. That, that reality doesn't exist anymore. And we need to accept that. And a lot of it may require that we educate our parents and our grandparents who keep pushing and keep pressurizing us to, oh, stick with the comfortable consistent uh, yeah. salary you know and and yeah we're going to get that because our a lot of our parents don't want to see us fail in their view mm. not having a job for some people means equates to failure mm. not being able to have a sustainable income equates to failure for some people and it's about saying okay so what am i measuring what is my measure of success? 
is my measure of success having a job that pays me every single month? If that is your measure of success, that also still does not give you permission to stay in a job that you hate. Mm. It's about saying, well, yeah, I still need this consistent income. However, I can still find a job that I love, that inspires me, that fulfills me, that fills my values, that feeds my soul. Mm. I don't it, have to do stuff that I hate. And it comes back to that choice, right? Choosing. It comes back to the choice. And talking about choice, <laughs> we're going to take a break. And we're yeah. going to come back. And I, I absolutely like my, my hands are just going mental because I'm just so happy that you're here because this is such a big thing. It's, it's not forcing ourselves in society. It's choosing what we need for us and what we want. And I can't wait when we come back, we're going to carry on talking about that and carry on talking about what it is you need and what steps to take in that career choice. Fabulous. Okay. Yeah. And we're out. Yay. If you would like any more information on Indigo Hub or our Indigo support group, then please check out our website below or our link to our social media platforms or email at indigohub.adhd at gmail.com. If you would like to offer any comments, feedback, get support, or if you're interested in the world hearing your story, then please reach out through any of our avenues. As said before, have a positive week. Check in again later. And we're out. We're back, and as always, we start talking. Then it's like, oh no, wait, look at the time. Let's get back on. Let's get back on. As always, every time it happens, it's like an absolute like tradition. So, before we were talking to the lovely Renetta, go back and rewind if you've not, because it was fantastic, and it and it's so true for anybody, but also very specific to ADHD about giving yourselves permission to move to move and to live the life that you want when it comes to your career. And that's something I find with a lot of young adults that it's that thing of we need to do what we have to do and we need should and all this. And Renata, you know, gave you permission to do something else. So tell us what are kind of the facts when it comes to kind of career change, what we need to do, like what are the clear facts of careers? So, so the clear facts about career development is that career development is a process. So, mm -hmm. so, so let me say that again. Career development is a process. It's, it's not an event. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen after three years or four years at university. It is a process. It is a continuous and consistent process. So if you have been led to believe that after your four years at university or five years at university, your career is miraculously going to uh, open itself up and just engulf you and you're going to love it, um, <clears throat> newsflash, not going to happen. <laughs> I love your honesty. It, 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 it's not. Okay. Yeah. 
and 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 the question the, the question then is oh my gosh why not well your career doesn't know who you are does it however you know what career you want so your career is not going to do this for you you are going to have to do it for your career so so let's just let's just think about that who's in charge here is your career in charge of you or are you in charge of your career well i know the answer is probably the the way that society thinks is the careers in charge of us and it's our life but i know exactly. what my answer would be so i'm going to ask you i know what your answer is going to be what is the answer the answer is you yes. are in charge of your career not your mm. boss not your mom not your dad not uh, the trust fund not the bank not uh, the fancy car not the elaborate house no, none of that none of that's in charge of your career and while you may be able to accumulate those things as you go through your career if that is the lifestyle that you want ultimately you need to be in the driving seat of your career you need to make the decisions mm. what works for you today not in 5 years time not in 10 years time today because you can only design and develop your career for today yes there are going to be transferable skills that you can project into the future and that you need to project into the future but today is all you have you have no guarantee if you do please let me know how you got your guarantee that you're going to be available and alive and well and kicking in 10 years time because i also want that guarantee <laughs> i don't have that guarantee we don't know we don't know no we don't okay we don't know no and i like that because a lot of people with adhd they don't think about five years 10 years but that's how society thinks like what do you want to do in 10 years i don't know so then we don't think about it but what you're doing is you're making it present which means that for people with adhd this is accessible what do you want today because we have that in our mind yeah you do what do you want to do today what is the lifestyle you want today mm. now i'm going to add a little bit of a caveat here as well because there are people that say well my career must support my lifestyle yeah there are those that say well my lifestyle must support my career yeah and that has got to be your decision mm. if you are that person who has decided i don't want um, anything other than my career my career is going to be the center of my universe and that's all that is important and that's all that i want to do and that's all that i'm going to love doing fabulous go do you for most of us however our careers support our lifestyle and you then need to decide what is the lifestyle you want do you want the five bedroom house with the three cars in the garage and the um you know uh, super hot address and zip code and <laughs> Listen, if that is what you want, be honest with yourself about it and say yes, that's what I want. I want to be in a cool neighborhood. I want to be in um a, a house that, you know, is the envy of of everybody. Be honest about that. Then go and develop a career that can support that. Mm. 
if so yes you can ask a question no you're all good and that was one of those so it was like oh no um <laughs> well like we can see each other you can't see us but we can see each other but what about like so you're saying that about when people you know don't um see this is what i mean it's gone out of my head because i was thinking about answer the okay got it so you were saying that people when you know if they don't want that that lifestyle and they and they want to just be in their career and their career is it what i find with people with adhd is a lot of them because they're focused they find it quite hard to shift so they put everything i know i did when i was when i was a teacher i put everything into my career and my lifestyle suffered because I only had so much threshold, so much effort and so much executive functions. I had to put it all into one thing because I had to, it was almost like overcompensating for the rest. So then every part of my life did. What would you kind of say to that? Like kind of those, you know, where the focus that there is on their career. However, that's not by choice. I, I don't think it's unique to the ADH community. No, I, I agree. I, I, yeah. I have to tell you. Um, yeah. It is something that I think nine out of 10 people do, particularly when they're starting their careers, they, it, mm. they kind of go all in. Mm. And while that's not a bad thing, yeah. um, to kind of feel you, you have to, you have to make your mark in your career, you have mm. to establish your authority in your career, you have to become the expert in your, th those are all fabulous things. For me, it's not about either or, it's not about, well, don't go all in. Yeah, and yeah and don't not go all in. It's about saying, recognize that if for the next three to five to seven to 10 years, that's what you're going to do. Then recognize that the rest of your life is going to be put on the back burner and be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Be okay with the fact that you're not going to see family. You're not going to be engaged with um, nieces and nephews and grandparents mm -hmm. and friends. And they, those people are all going to be almost pushed outside of the room. Mm. Know that. Understand that. Accept mm. that. You have pushed those people on the other side of the door and you've closed the room because this is where you want to be in your career. That's a choice you've made. However, understand that when you are ready to open that door and say, hey, family, hey, friends, um, those people may not be there. Yeah. So understand that there's a consequence to that choice. Yeah. You can't know, go, now go back and go, hey, bud, haven't seen you in like six years. Want to grab coffee? And your bud is going to go, um, sorry, who are you again? Yeah. You last phoned me six years ago. Now you think it's okay to just pick up the phone and say, let's grab coffee. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Not going to happen. So I think as long as you are clear that it's great to be able to say, right, I want to be all in. Mm. But understand when you push people away, people are going to go away. Mm. Yeah. And, you, and, and then you can't complain that you're all alone in this world. And so I always say to people, Make whatever decision you're going to make, but understand there's a consequence to that. And so you can, you can do the I'm all in and be damned the rest, mm. or you can go, well, how do I 
um, how do I create a balance? Now, please understand that balance doesn't mean equal. Yeah. Does not mean equal. You are never going to be able to spend an equal amount of time at work and the same volume of time with family and friends. It, it's just not going to happen. You mm. only have so many hours in, in a day. Yeah. And if you are already spending eight or 10 hours at work, you're not going to have eight or 10 hours to spend with family and friends. It, it's mm. just not realistic. But what you can do is you can say, how do I optimize the time that I do have? Yeah. And spend quality time with my family, with my friends, with my social circle, with the people that keep me sane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it comes back to that then that, rather than the career choosing you know just a career it's 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 making your lifestyle saying this is what i want this is my lifestyle then choosing your career right and having both because you've got to look if you want that and you want that quality time then you've got to pick a job or a transition that's going to help you with that that's really great i really like that's that's absolutely it you know you've got to decide and and this is all about you it is always all about you. Yeah. Um, this is the thing about careers. It's not about anybody else. It's all about you. It's mm. your life. It's who you are. It's about what you want. It's about the decisions you make. It's about how you manage it. And it's about the people that are in your life. Do you want those people in your life? Do you want them to celebrate your wins, support you when you, uh, when you drop the ball? Is, is that... Is that the lifestyle you want where people are around you and supporting you and you are in turn around and supporting them? If that's the lifestyle you want, then understand that requires work and effort. I'm nodding because that's the life I want. Oh, that's the life. And it does, it takes work and it takes effort and it, and, and it, when it's ADHD, the effort is, is really hard, but, when you find a way to manage, it comes back to what you said earlier about what it is you need to manage for you to create that right effort and the right amount, then it all falls into place. It all falls into place, but it is a choice you need to make. And it's not a yeah. choice that you can you can kind of go, oh, well, I'll wing it today and, and hope it's going to work tomorrow. No, there's, there's no such thing. That's myth. Okay. The fact is it's a conscious decision. Yeah. It's a deliberate decision. It's a decision that can be and often is incredibly overwhelming. Yes. And so when that overwhelm happens, and it please understand this is not about if it's going to be overwhelming. It's a fact it's going to be overwhelming. Mm -hmm. it, it, it just is what it is. Okay. And so don't fear the overwhelm. Understand that it's going to be overwhelming and approach that overwhelm consciously and deliberately and go, okay, this is going to freak me out. So take the minute to freak out. It's okay. Yeah. No, nobody says um, you can't freak out. I'm giving you permission to freak out. Freak out. It's okay. Yeah. And find, and find your way to freak out, whether that's going for a run, if it's, you know. Whatever that looks like. Yeah. Whatever Pump that it like. if it means, go and, go and stand under a bridge and scream your lungs out. Okay, go do that, you know. Yeah. But once you've had your moment of madness, and, 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 and I 
I want to give you permission to have your moment of madness and have a few. And you may have a couple every year. You go, go have a moment of madness. And when you are done having your moment of madness, come back and go, okay, my crazy is over. I, I'm done. I'm done having, having my little moment of crazy. So now what do I need to do? And literally sit down and write it out. What mm. are the steps I need to take? Mm. Please don't type because we all type faster than we, than we write. I, I, I discourage people from typing. And, and there's a reason for that because 90% of us, and I'm probably even going to go as far as saying 98 to 100% of us can type faster than we write. And the problem with that is that we can't think at the same pace at which we write or type. Yeah. So when you physically write, you slow your thinking down, which means your thinking and your writing can synchronize and you can actually write what is thinking. What your brain is thinking, you can actually transpose onto a piece of paper. Mm, get it and out. then you and you can get it out. And then it doesn't it doesn't buzz around in your head like a crazy bee. Yeah. You can actually get it out. Yeah. And once it's out on a piece of paper, and it may you know, it may be that you've got an entire book of stuff that you need to write, and that's great. But once you've done that, you can then go back to that and start saying, okay, this is relevant. This is just me rambling. This is relevant. This is just me being crazy. This is relevant. This is just completely ridiculous. And that's fine. You know, and then you can take all the stuff that is applicable and you can go, okay, how do I, how do I now put this into a, a, a chunk of, of information that makes sense? Mm -hmm. So I need to now go, I need to go to school. Okay, so what does all of that mean? Okay, so, so what do you need to do? Where do you need to go? How much is it going to cost? When did the, but you can't do that if you're just continuously just typing random stuff. You've got to write the stuff down because mm -hmm. you need to then take that and literally um, distill it down to a to-do list. Mm. Phone the department and speak to the, you know, career head or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Phone the finance faculty, find out how much it costs. Phone this person, email them, you know, because that's your data collection. Okay, so you've kind of gone, like, get the overwhelm out, right? When you make that decision, get the overwhelm yeah. out, do what you need to do, then take all your mind, I call it, I call it making my word, like my word vomit, right? So just vomit, vomit it out on paper to your friend on a voice or whatever, vomit, vomit it, it out, vomit it out, get it out. Then take the key points, write it out. Then each point, one at a time, break it down again, again. to like a formalized list. And what I like that you've done there is you've given it step, the process a step by step when it comes with ADHD and anybody, but especially with ADHD, when that overwhelm, it's like, oh, what am I going to do? Her? You've gone here, here, here. Yeah. One step at a time. Even what? if you need to go and scream in a bridge after every step, do it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Go, go do that. You know, sometimes yeah. you're going to need 10 moments of madness in the process. So mm. what? 
who says there's a limit on how many moments of madness you need to have? Go have as many moments of madness as you need. As long as at the end of that process, you have gone through every step and you now have a detailed to-do list that you now can tick off and go, yes, I have made the appointment for, yes, I have emailed, yes, I have completed the application form, yes, I have found the job, yes, I have scheduled the interview, because that's where you want to get to. Yeah, I just, just brilliant. Without- that is where you want to get to. Yeah, and I love it, but before, like, so like, I love it, you've like, in a way you've like built this up for us right because you've gone you've gone if you're in a job leave give yourself permission to do that who you are what you need all that stuff and so you've kind of given us that and then when we've made that decision right today what are you going to do get the overwhelm get the list out and what you've given the listeners today is that step-by-step process of career development and doing it what's right for you and I think what's that's right amazing. Yeah. Do what's right for you. Mm. Nobody else is going to do it for you. Yeah. Because frankly, as much as our parents and our spouses and our children and our friends love us, do but they're not going to do it for us. Yeah. They're not. Mm. Because they've got their own stuff that they need to do. They've got their own lives to live. And if you are not living your life and making your decisions, who's going to do it for you? It's a nice thought that we can hire a butler to live our lives for us. Hmm, not all of us are trust fund kids that can afford that. Eh? So the fact of the matter is, go to you. Not your best friend, not your buddy, not your boss, not your mom, not your dad. Go do you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I think that's a really nice way to end on. Go do you. Go ADH- do AD- you. ADHD, no ADHD the way you are go and do what you need to do and fit the job around your lifestyle not the lifestyle around your job around your job yeah yeah so and and just be honest with yourself is is the bottom line yeah and go give yourself permission to do you Mm. so what i know you've got like a little like encouragement like a thought to leave us with so kind of what is that what is what are your like your last few thoughts for us I think for me, it's always about who is the most important person in your life. Because if it's not you, I am going to seriously, seriously suggest, please go and stand in front of the mirror and um, get to know the person staring back at you, because that person needs to be the most important person in your life. You Mm -hmm. cannot possibly be of any value to anybody else if you have not taken care of you. Yeah. Take care of your mental health, take care of your financial health, take care of your physical health, take care of your mental health, and then you can help everybody else. Mm. Not before that. Go do you, go be happy you, go be fulfilled you, go be valued you, go be seen you. And then everybody else can take a number behind you. Because then you can actually share who you are Mm -hmm. with everybody else. But if you're not filling that, um, if you're not filling your own tank, you can't you can't provide for others. 
Yeah, it's that famous oxygen mask quote, you know. A put famous your, oxygen yeah. mask, absolutely. That we hear every time absolutely. we go on an aeroplane, every time we go on an aeroplane, and we don't think about it, but it's so, but it's but so it true. Is, it is yeah. absolutely critical that you first. It is all about you. Mm. It has to be. Yeah, and, and and you know we are taught that that's selfish. Yeah, and yes, it is selfish because it has to be selfish. It has to be self first. Yes. Oh, I like that. That's nice. Not selfish. Self first. Self first. Oh, look, I'm going to use that. That was brilliant. How can you possibly help anybody if you are so depleted? Mm. You can't. You're absolutely useless to everybody else. Yeah. If self is not first. And what we've talked about today is obviously around careers, but this is something that can be transferred, transferable to every part of your life because because yeah it is about our career here right and you've given us the steps to do that when it comes to specifically career but this is the permission that you give for your life and I think that that's amazing that you've given us that and given us yeah. that open mind to think wow this is what I need but not just my career in every part of my life because you've only got one life absolutely and if you're not loving it to the best then that's on you yeah and I know you've got this encouragement and I want to read it out because it's just amazing. If you don't build your dreams, someone will hire you to build theirs. It oh, is all yes. about you. Your all life, about you. Your career, your decisions. 100%. 100%. You first and then everybody else. Yeah. You first, then the rest. Self first. first uh, self first. Amazing. Self first. So where can people find you? Tell us where, and it'll all be on the link below, but just tell us where they can find you if they want to get in touch. Um, so you uh, are going to put up the, the link to my, um, to my site if you want to. Yeah. Uh, you can also, if you really um, feel you, you want to share that, you know, uh, my, my contact details are also available. Please feel free to share those. Um, it is in the South African dial-in code of plus two seven. So yeah, go ahead. Please, you know, feel free to to share all of those absolutely absolutely just amazing you're all about sharing and i yeah. think our, i take away from today's session if you're not happy if you don't like bustle sprouts you wouldn't eat them so if you don't like your life why are you living it and i, I that is definitely something i'm taking away today because it's so true and we just don't think like that and it's amazing that you've planted the seed to give us that today so absolutely. thank you such a pleasure it was so so wonderful chatting with you and all the best to uh, to your audience and to you fabulous thank you. fabulous thank you so much and yet again we leave today with a lot of thought and a lot of space to grow and two weeks we'll be dropping another episode it will either be from series one or two or three i have no idea we will see so <laughs> if you're interested in coming on as a guest as a professional or you want to share your experience of your own story and the world can hear your story in series one then please reach out always to our social media areas which are below and i hope you come back you learn you listen and experience the world through not my eyes but ours why not have why an amazing have an amazing week and we'll see you next time have fun everybody and we're out we're out dear diary as Indigo Hub's process goes on, it makes me stop and wonder, could there be more for us? More light, 
more experience and more ways to see the world through our own eyes. I think this journey will be... Shh.